Welcome to the NRF and EHL podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Erin. We're sisters who are going to be talking about all things life, fitness, health, and anything else random that we can squeeze into a conversation. We hope you enjoy and please share if you do. Let's get started. So it's Erin talking, by the way, if anyone is uh, confused. So today we are going to be chatting about Nicole's journey to the stage and the bikini competition that she competed in how she feels about it how she felt about it at the time how she feels about it looking back at it and um yeah just get a little bit of an insight into that part of her fitness journey because it's a very big part of your fitness journey isn't it so um we'll start with my kind of leading question would be like what is a bikini competition why a bikini competition and how the hell did you look like that for a bikini competition <laughs> um okay so I think I've touched on before that I started PT in in the gym not as a PT like being PT'd by someone and the gym at the time a little bit now but more so at the time was quite a bodybuilding gym like a lot of people competed um it was kind of the environment that you were in which is very easy to get sucked into because it's like you see the kind of like glamour and the excitement and the goals and the like determination and all of those things so I was being PT'd in the gym I was sort of a bit surrounded by it but had no idea what it was had only ever seen like bodybuilders maybe on the telly or a bit on social media like I literally it was a world that I had never encountered because why would you if you weren't in that environment um so I I started being PT'd and then it got brought up a few times sort of mentioned in passing like would you ever consider it and I was always like no um I feel like you kind of because you you shrunk down quite dramatically didn't you like you'd lost you'd lost a lot of body fat and that was kind of what you'd been doing with PT and stuff and like you obviously like your PT and, and other people at the gym are gonna especially if they're part of that world they're gonna notice things that are like oh maybe she could you know yeah, she like could you do sort that. Of almost recognize potential I guess yeah um and so, which is is a huge compliment as well like if you get asked by somebody who you deem to be in a better physique than you which obviously at the time you know my my PTK had and still has an incredible body so I was like oh she thinks that I could do that like that's that's amazing like that's massive yeah but I was still like no um I was like a typical like I like eating too much like which I actually hate as a comment now like I hate that I think that is such a bullshit phrase and actually is just something that you're telling yourself that is almost like an excuse however that was the person that I was and although I'd lost loads of body fat and I you know was in good shape I was still like no and then two of my friends from the gym were competing in July 2019 in Middleton which is where I live so I was like I'll a lot of the girls from the gym were going to watch so I thought well I'll go and watch because that's a nice thing to do I'll support them and I I think I sort of jumped on it last minute and I went with another friend who had competed previously and I watched this show and it was again like a whole new world to me I literally had no idea and then i was walking home with kath who i went with and was like absolutely quizzing her and like i couldn't think about anything else then for like weeks after and was just thinking like i feel like i really want to do this like i really want to give it a go i really want to see if i can um obviously the show day is like all glitz and glamour as well. So you see that part of it. Um, 
and yeah I was and then I sort of mentioned it to Kate and then that was it then the the there's it sort of the ball was roll the ball was rolling you'd you'd given her what she needed to yeah. kind of yeah. yeah a little input um so then I started my prep in I went on holiday and I started my prep in August 2019 for November sort of beginning of September for November because of it I was already fairly lean but obviously you have to be pretty shredded so I competed in a fitness modeling competition which is different to a bodybuilding competition so bodybuilding is probably what you're thinking of if you if you don't know this world and have seen like I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger or something and whereas fitness modeling technically you don't have to be as lean it's not um so they call them mandatory poses when you do bodybuilding you have to hit certain positions on stage and you can be marked down if you don't do the specific poses whereas fitness modeling you can basically do whatever you want on stage to showcase yourself at your best and with fitness modeling I think I'm going to get the percentages wrong but I think say for bodybuilding it's like 90% judged on your physique with fitness modeling it's judged on everything so you get judged on your physique but also your posing your face which I know is awful but it's true um your bikini like any other outfit that you might have to wear for that federation like you literally get marked on the whole package and what they're looking for is like a marketable look almost so it's a bit softer it's still shredded it's still very lean it's still not sustainable but it isn't as severe as bodybuilding so if you were to look so I competed in bikini and if you were to look at a fitness modeling bikini category next to a bodybuilding show bikini category the look is entirely different so you did it and you had like so you had like bikini you you wore that you wore a bikini didn't you but if people have seen you on your Instagram you had like had that gorgeous white outfit as well like a Victoria the only way I can describe it is like a Victoria's Secret you know like the Victoria's Secret yeah, that's uh, a really good way of, of putting it so that's what basically what they're looking like it looking for is Victoria's Secret with some muscle but not too much muscle either so like it's really specific as to like how much muscle you should have how much body fat you need like the the look is very specific and specific to the federation as well like you could compete with a different federation and need to look different so, so who did you compete with to different federations Federation. different categories like some people would be bikini some people if you've got more muscle mass might be fitness even more muscle mass you might be figure or wellness like it's yeah it's a whole world of categories and confusion mm-hmm. i competed with pure elite um in Margate in November 2019 and then I was in prep for purely in May of 2020 but obviously we went into lockdown I then also did do a virtual show with the WBFF uh, so like an online thing just because I'd already been in prep so I was pretty lean and I just thought oh well I'll just give it a go and you just recorded a video and sent it in um yeah so crazy that's like that's like you're like what like what is it it that's what it is you know you look a certain way you know you get up on stage you pose all of those things Mm -hmm. how like how was it like and I mean not just the day because I know from the day like the day is what drew you in like that's what that's what you wanted but I think that the the how is really important to talk about because you know like you said you were already already like kind of relatively lean from Kate's perspective as your coach so your prep was kind of maybe shorter than some people longer than some people would be but it was certainly shorter than it would be if I decided to do it now. 
like I did 12 weeks and I was ready very early yeah if I was to do it now I probably would need 20 yeah that's like nearly half a year which oh my god but the like how was it like like and I genuinely and you need to answer this you need to be honest because (laughs) I I had I can out you I can help you. <laughs> and I know that some of it was fantastic, but there were parts that were obviously hard, like your honor intense yeah, diet. So there's there's two very different sides to this. So the first side is that I went into it knowing nothing, which I actually think retrospectively is a good thing to a certain degree. But again, there's a flip side to that because I now, if you came to me as a client and said, I want to compete, one, I wouldn't coach you for that. I would send you to a coach that does competitions. Um, But two, I would say that you need to know what you are getting yourself into. It's very important to go into it with your eyes wide open. It's very important to have done the kind of prep work in the lead up to the prep. Like it's not just a diet and then you get on stage because if it is, you just end up looking really really skinny um you you know you need to have built enough muscle mass so that when you are really shredded you you look how they want you to look look. um and you also need to know that it's really fucking hard like (laughs) you, you do need to know that there are some scary sides to competing if you aren't in the right place to do it so to start on the good stuff I didn't know any of that so I followed everything I was told to an absolute t which you absolutely should do if you are doing a prep like this is not a half-assed thing this isn't a flexible thing this is like go hard or go home like you cannot do it half-hearted if you are going to do it you have got to be all in and I absolutely hand on heart was and that is part of what I loved about it like I went into it not knowing what to expect so I just did everything I was told and followed it completely to an absolute T and I'm incredibly proud of that as well because that's hard like yes okay I only did 12 weeks which for some people is a short amount of time but still three months of we're not talking flexible diet in here either we're talking like a meal plan I um, I remember you um you you were in prep and I don't know whether it was for the pure elite show or whether it was when you were supposed to be going into your second one which obviously we'll talk about later but got cancelled due to covid but you came to a wedding fair with me because I got engaged in the June Mm -hmm. and And bought my food in a Tupperware yeah and honestly it was the most it was the saddest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life so (laughs) any of my girls ever ask me if this is something I'm going to do no um (laughs) I am unbelievably proud of you and any female and male who do it because the dedication that I watched you have is amazing but like we were at a wedding fair and like there was like chocolate fountains there was cake tasting and we had to stand outside with you with your sad ass looking tupperware with your fork and you literally were just like eating it and i could see your soul leaving your body ever so slightly as you were like eating it really funny though like at the time i honestly didn't care like i hand on heart didn't care and i thought that i was enjoying my food as well like prep does mad things to your brain um And to like every prep is different and every approach is different and coaches do different things at different time with different people, dependent on the goal and dependent on the situation and all of those things. But for me, I ate a lot of the same food a lot of the time for the duration of the 12 weeks. And I did have off plan meals and stuff as well in there because I was leaning out really well. Like my body was very responsive. So like I did eat things like pizza and stuff during my prep, but in a very controlled way. Like I had it when I was told I could have it. And the rest of the time I told I ate exactly what I was told that I should eat. And actually for me, during a prep, I think even now with the way that I am in my approach to nutrition now, I think that at a certain stage in prep, well, at a certain stage in prep, you would absolutely have to cut certain foods out 
to bring the condition, but maybe further down the line. But also I feel that at a certain stage when calories start to drop, I would probably want to be told more what to eat so that I didn't know if my calories had gone quite low. Because I feel like that can mess with your mind. Yeah. Um, So sometimes like not knowing is better. And that is like so different to my approach to nutrition, but just in terms of competing, it is a different world and it's not, it is not normal losing body fat. Like it is, we're talking about extremes here. So different things are required in order to reach those extremes. And that's really important to hear as well. If anybody's like, oh, this sounds like a good idea. Like it is incredible, but it is extreme. So one, the level of body fat that you reach is not sustainable and it is literally for show day. Like we're talking about doing this diet for a a couple of hours and you literally are on stage for like 10 minutes, if that. And we're talking about dieting down to a point that is not healthy. And we are talking about eating in a way that is not healthy. So I just feel like, I need to say yeah because your 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 approach to coaching is not that at all you know you don't do meal plans and stuff like that like you do flexible dieting you don't do that but I yeah, think because I want my my clients are lifestyle clients and my clients are not trying to achieve that and so I don't think it's necessary to put those protocols in place which are necessary if you are trying to reach that kind of condition yeah so it's it's not to say that that isn't necessary in the right circumstances it's just to say that for me and for my client approach now is totally different to that so um, how were like what this and start eating chicken and broccoli all day please yeah <laughs> so that was like obviously like that part of it, like the the yeah, so what I was trying to talk the about focus, was, yeah, yeah like focus. That I loved it, and I got went off on a tangent as usual. We're only in episode four, and you already know that I can't stop talking. So <laughs> I loved, 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 loved the focus. Like I cannot explain if you haven't done it or you haven't have ever had this massive goal, like the tunnel vision to this one thing is awful for the people around you, but incredible for you as an individual. Like I was so laser focused on that one thing. I adored it. Like I would jump out of bed in the morning. I would easily eat my meal prep. I would easily hit my step goal, smash my training session, do any cardio that I needed to do, like do my posing, I was like a robot. Like I literally thought about nothing else from the moment that I woke up to the moment that I went to bed. But I also felt like that focus and that determination that I learned about myself through that process also allowed me to be uber focused in other areas of my life. Like I was at uni at the time and I was still like getting all of that work done. There is a, another side to that as well, but I'll come on to that in the bad part. Um And I felt like just on it all the time. But I felt like that doesn't necessarily actually behave like that. Um, And so I just loved the focus. I loved the whole experience, like watching your body change, not necessarily in the getting lean, although that is impressive in terms of watching what the human body can do and watching what you're capable of. I loved like the challenge of pushing myself because obviously it is an extreme, like I've said, and to be able to see something like that through, you definitely have to be a certain type of person. And I did learn a whole lot about myself through that process as well. And to recognize that if I put my mind to something, I absolutely can achieve it was incredible. And then obviously show day, I just absolutely adored. I loved being on stage and I would do it again for that. yeah, I, I loved being on stage and I came third in both of my categories and it was the world championships and the categories had sort of like 20, 25 women in there. So as a first timer, I was incredibly proud of that. Um, I am competitive though. Like I would be absolutely honest, hand on heart and say that I wanted to win. Like 
but I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that having that drive is a bad thing, but you do also absolutely have to recognize that you have no control over who turns up on the day. You have no control over where they're at, what they show, you know, you can't do anything about that. You can only show up as your best and then you have to accept that you're judged on that. And, and that's, I mean, that, to be honest, didn't negatively affect me, but I think it does for a lot of people because obviously you are putting all of that effort in. You deserve to win, but so does every other woman on that stage. What was, um, what was it like on show day then? Like, um, did you, so obviously you turn into like, um, like a very slim umpa lumpa for a start, like that. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you said quite savage. You well, you sent me a video with this was with layer one of like you like you just like had your tan put on, and like you you were in this god awful like night dress because you didn't want to rub your tan off, and I was just like, don't get me wrong, you looked fabulous, but it was it, I think that as your sister it like blows my mind because you don't look like that anymore. Like you do not look like that. Like your face is just not that face. We used to call you skull face because that's what you looked like. You were literally, you were literally Nicole, Nicole skeleton, your face was with just some skin over it. One of the scary things though, is that at the time you think you're not lean enough. Like that's terrifying. Yeah. But like on show day, so like what was kind of, I know you had to like wait till quite late in the day and whatever, but, what do you do? So you go on, you did one category and then you had your other two categories that you, because you did the the white outfit and then you had a dress as well. Mm-hmm. But do you like, can you eat in between or is it like, I remember you telling me you ate something or you had, I know you had loads of food to have afterwards, but like what was. So that you go the day before and register and you get your first layer of tan, like you've said. And for anyone who doesn't know, you don't wash the tan off. So like if you've ever had a spray tan, it's not like that. You get this spray tan, which is like the darkest thing you've ever seen. And then you you keep that on and you get a second layer the next day. Like you don't wash it off. So everybody stinks, which is really nice. And you have to take like black bed sheets with you to the hotel because you will get charged otherwise because the tan is so savage. So you have the tan, you register and then you just go back to your hotel and chill. And in terms of food, you just do whatever your coach has said. So everybody's different. And I didn't have, so the week in the week lead, leading up to the show is called peak week. So most people will in that week do a carb deplete. So you basically take most of your carbohydrates out. So you go really flat and then they load your carbohydrates and sometimes some people will load water as well to so load your carbohydrates and your water back in. And that basically fills your muscles up and makes you look the best that you possibly can on show day. And it's like, it's quite kind of scientific as well to like get it right because you can do what's called spill, which means that basically you've like overfilled them. So then it doesn't look how they want it to look either. But because I was I was literally ready like four weeks out which is not a good thing you want to be ready in peak week because you don't want to be holding that condition for longer than you have to but I just leaned out super super quick um and I only actually lost 10 pounds from where I started to getting on stage anyone could see your face right now your mind is blown yeah it was only 10 pounds so guys when you're like thinking about losing body fat like 10 pounds can make a whole world of difference oh my Um, god 10 pounds I went from sitting around nine stone three which you were were smaller than what you are now yeah so I now sit in my like normal body around a stone heavier than that as well um but at the point at that time I lived my life in around sort of nine stone two to nine stone seven that was my kind of like fluctuation point but I was about nine stone three when I went into prep and I was eight stone seven and a half on stage again the mind blown face and the weight thing has nothing to do with it but that like yeah I literally I think that just shows they would say that eight stone seven and a half is I don't want to call it heavy but like some people would want to weigh that amount like they've got that number in their head but for me that's like Skeletor. Yeah. So it's just crazy. So 
another reason to ignore the scales and like focus on what you actually look like but anyway back to the point um so yeah get your tan and then you go to bed um you I had like a glass of wine no I didn't so some people have a glass of wine the night before so I didn't do peak week because I was didn't need to basically and Kate was worried about what that might do to my condition taking the carbs out and putting them back in again so we just decided she decided that we were going to just stay as I was so I ate my normal food that week which is quite nice because a lot of people like obviously it'd be incredibly difficult if you start taking carbohydrates and stuff out when you're that lean and blah 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 but at the time I was actually gutted because I felt like I'd missed out on a part of the process which is another weird thing that goes on in your brain um because I didn't get to do this incredibly difficult two days because I clearly wanted to make it harder for myself (laughs) I didn't do that um and then some people drink wine the night before you might eat like specific meals it might have like higher fats or higher carbs or lower carbs depending on what you look like basically and what they're trying to tweak because at this stage you're so lean that it's like the the food really does have to be specific at that point because drink a little bit too much water or eat too many carbs or not enough carbs and you're not going to look right like it's insane but that's not the case for like a normal lifestyle person it's only going to make a difference at this stage where you can see everything that's going on but I ate my normal ish meals I think I had steak the night before but obviously you had to take it all with you so it was cold so that's nice and then the next day I ate all day like the different meals I'd been told I think I had like oats in the morning I think I had um white potato and chicken like so at different points through the day and you get like looked at by your coach and they say like have another meal I had like rice cakes with jam and stuff like that and we'd done a little bit of a practice peak a few weeks before because I was ready um and then depending on your category some people will eat something kind of like sugary so might have like sweets or something and then pump up so basically use weights to pump your muscles up you know like post-workout kind of pump yeah 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 um but I wasn't allowed to do that because we didn't want me to look too shredded for bikini so basically I missed out on all these nice things no wine no sweets she also threatened cheesecake at one point but I didn't get the either I remember oh my god I remember I remember fuming about this goo cheesecake that you couldn't have you I remember you saying to me Kate told me I might be allowed to cheesecake and I was Kath allowed a cheesecake somebody was allowed she wasn't but she was allowed wine so I yes and obviously the girls had come with us as well. So it was me and Kath that were competing, but the girls had come. So they all sitting in our room drinking wine. And I was just led there like, this is miserable. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fine. So then I was like falling asleep in the bed and I was like, it's time for you guys to leave now. Um, and then on show day, we had to be there quite early. You have like makeup and hair appointments, depending on who you've booked and stuff like that. And then you're right in thinking that we were on quite late in the day. So you do the like, parade bit at the beginning for this federation anyway this is how it works um so everybody walks onto the stage at the beginning and then you go back off and you basically wait for your category and it depends on how many categories categories they've got how many people are in each category and it was a big show because it was the world's so I ended up competing quite late in the day so I just ate the food that I was told to eat throughout the day and just basically sat backstage um then went on for my bikini category first you go on and you do your what's called a tea walk so you basically walk to the back of the middle of the back of the stage walk forward do poses at the front in the middle walk to each side do poses to each side and then go back to the back of the stage and then once every girl has done that you all walk forward together and you basically pose off (laughs) like you basically pose next to each other and they'll tell you to call a turn so you'll post the front, you'll post the side back and side again. Um, but, and like I said, with fitness modeling, you can do whatever poses. You oh, want. your fave, your fave. You had your hands all near your face. And you were, <laughs> yeah. You so were... it's much more kind of like modelly and kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Like rather than it being like muscular, if you get what I mean, mm-hmm. obviously you look that way, but like it's much softer which I love. And if I was to ever do it again, that would still be the kind of federation that I would go with. And that's so person to specific and dependent on what you look like and what your suit best and what you like and all of those things. But yeah, so you basically then pose against each other. And then for some federations, 
and also dependent on how many people are on stage I guess they move you around and if you get moved it's usually a good sign and they moved me so they're basically what they're doing then is putting you next to each other dependent on who they like so they basically moved me and the other two girls in the top three next to each other so that they can put you know so they can see them all next to each other I guess yeah so they're then comparing who's best I guess and again it comes down to physique but also what you're wearing your posing your face like so many different things so yeah we do that and then you go back off and then I did the same for the international model round which is the uh theme wear which is what you're talking about with the white outfit and then you also do a ball gown round for this federation so you come on and do those two different rounds and then you do the awards at the end or that's how it was set out on the day that I did it anyway um so then and you came back third. on stage and they yeah and then they call I think for for our categories it was top five uh and then if they award any pro cards which I didn't get um but yeah I came third in both of my categories which is amazing so yeah that sort of show day and then you go and eat food yeah so I feel like that kind of leads into some of potentially you know but I don't want to call it bad because you know people some people listening you know will have done these kind of competitions and I I'm not uh, I'm I'm kind of coming at it from like an outsider looking in and through caring about somebody who did it you you know I remember you telling me like afterwards that you like I because I don't understand it because obviously I've never dieted that kind of hard like you told me what you ate the next day and like you you do like I wasn't even full and I'm like how how are you not full I feel like you went for like full English had Mackey's had Domino's like it was like out of this world what you ate Krispy yeah. Kreme donuts yeah it's awful um so the negatives if we sort of start with anything in the prep I sort of let on to this when I was talking about the focus thing it's amazing it was amazing for me it's awful for the people around you so for anybody who knows me and Jed as a couple, we, without blowing our own trumpet, we have an incredible relationship. We don't argue ever, really. Um, we have never come close to splitting up apart from when I competed. And it is the only thing that has ever come between us. And that is because you are so focused on yourself and you don't realize it at the time like I honestly thought I was great I thought I was handling it really well but I wasn't or I was but I didn't care about him or I didn't care about him in the way that I should have yeah and every conversation was either about it or if we were having a conversation about something else I wasn't in the room and I actually remember the one thing that now the only kind of conversation that I remember having that makes me feel guilty like to my like actual heart we were talking about his granddad and I was just not in the room at all and he absolutely lost his shit at me um rightly so as well and so that side of it is hard if you aren't both in that world you don't understand it or you I think as well as a first timer because I literally thought I was okay I didn't have any like now, retrospectively, if I was to do it again, I could be like, okay, I need to make sure I don't do that or that I'm aware that I might slip into that kind of self-obsessed, self-absorbed world. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realise that at the time. So it can make... But you, so make that's a negative. That is a negative. However, I he texted me on the day because I wasn't there for your show and he went to your show begrudgingly watching men in very small pants which he was very uncomfortable doing because he just doesn't uh, didn't understand it like he just didn't get it and he texted me saying mate wow as soon as you stepped on the stage and like I mean I think he'd had a few beers also yeah, however I tell you he'd had about 10 pints <laughs> However, like he was texting me, like updating me and everything. And he was just like, I get it. Like, I get it. 
like you should see her oh my yeah, god like I'm so obviously so grateful that he came and I think that that was really important for both of us because I think it did it did sort of soften the blows the wrong phrase but almost sort of lessen kind of how hard it was for him and then and then we were able to have conversations about it afterwards but that was definitely a negative in terms of the impact that can have on the people around you if you aren't aware yeah they and if they don't understand because I didn't understand what I was going through either so we couldn't even have these conversations or we couldn't get ready for it like when I competed the second time or was in the prep the second time it was much easier on both of us because we knew what to expect and so we could sort of have more conversations about it and he was at the gym then so he sort of understood and was like knew the people that I was talking about and all of those things which made it easier but yeah that was a really difficult part of it yeah more so for Jed obviously than for me because at the time I didn't realize but then afterwards having to kind of repair those things that I didn't even realize I'd kind of broke yeah um so that's hard and that's something that would put me off doing it again we would definitely have to both be okay with it um and then the only other for me the only other hard thing the first time round was the post show part and nothing really prepares you for the food side of things like I sort of knew and I'd been obviously started following people on social media and stuff. And I like seen a few bits and I think it's more out there now, but about, you know, like how it can impact your relationship with food and how you won't recognize your hunger levels. And so basically your hormones literally can get messed up through getting that lean and dieting you, that hard. Did you lose, did you lose your period? During I don't it? have one. So I, because of my contraception, so I don't know, but right. it is very common. Yeah, the, I was good. That's why I asked because yeah. I know it so is common. Being that lean, you it is a common side effect for a lot of competitors. I can't say that I did because I don't know, but it can happen. Yeah. But it can also really impact your relationship with food and also your body image. Now, I wouldn't say for me personally that it really impacted my body image because, because I was lean, like really lean and ready quite a long time I started to feel really uncomfortable in my body in terms of doing things like having a bath hurt because I had no body fat and I remember going to have my lashes done and falling asleep on the bed because I was fucked and feeling when I woke up like I'd sunk into the bed <laughs> like I remember I yeah. like, like disappeared and like everything hurt to move so I was quite like desperate to get rid of that feeling you were cold but I didn't want to gain as much body fat as I did yeah you were cold though weren't you I remember you sending me yeah, the stair masters on the stair masters on you were <laughs> on numerous numerous stair masters on the stair master with a coat on yeah yeah because your body fat's low and obviously it was November when I competed yeah but but- I was quite keen to put some body fat back on but I wasn't quite aware that I would pile it on quite as quickly as I did and <sighs> Relationship with food wise, I think that at the time, again, I didn't recognize that it had impacted me quite as much as it had. But looking back on it, it definitely really messed me up for a little while. And not to an extreme that it does with some women, like it really can be incredibly detrimental. But it definitely wasn't normal, some of the things that I did afterwards. No, I And like you saying about um not knowing that you were full like that actually is a thing like your hunger regulation is all over the place so you don't necessarily know that you're full but you know that what you're eating should be filling you up you like the cravings and the food focus is so incredibly high like I think you mentioned at the beginning that I had I was sort of buying food yes you were buying food throughout and I remember because you'd send me pictures and me and Nicole literally live our life on WhatsApp, by the way. So like, because we live 200 miles from each other, we genuinely just update each other on any little thing it is that we do. Like the other day I had to delete my, I had to delete our WhatsApp conversation because it was holding 4.5 gigabyte of storage <laughs> on my phone. And we had like over 5,000 shared media. That's that's where, we, that's where we're at. That's how much we share. And you were sending me like photos of this 
like it'll be something that you'd bought while you're in Tesco's and then you'd put it in this cupboard and then I'd be like because me with my food focus and the way that I deal with food my brain was like how the fuck is she gonna keep that in our house for that like this was at the beginning of prep you started doing this yeah. like they that that shit was in there for like 12 weeks yeah and I remember and I don't know if you'll remember this but you called um famous FaceTime me and you might have sent me a text and this is how I knew that you were okay post-show but that you're a little bit wobbly because you said to me I've just sat because you were in your old house at the time and obviously you had like your spare bedroom was in like the attic and you told me that you'd sat and eaten pretty much a box of white chocolate Maltese truffles, a whole box of them. Oh my God, the whole box. The whole box, which actually, that was what I had as my um, advent calendar this year. So I know that they're like nearly 200 calories a chocolate. Like they're ridiculous. That's incredibly sickly. Like yeah, that's what I mean. Like they're so rich. And you text me saying, I need to tell somebody that I've just eaten this and that, I just need to just need to tell somebody because otherwise I feel like I've done something wrong and I know I I haven't done it but I knew that it wasn't like a normal behavior for me either yeah yeah so you were like making you but that's what that's what I mean you were still like aware of these things yeah but you also were aware enough that maybe you were having a bit of a wobble so you just needed to let somebody know that you're having a bit of a wobble which obviously like you were saying some women suffer more than that and and you know but that's that's all I like it was just well to be fair I was just fully impressed that you nailed a box of (laughs) ruffles but yeah like the now looking back the the behavior of doing that with food is so negative like buying that food and having such high food focus that I felt the need to buy those things because I genuinely believed that if I didn't buy it, what if it wasn't there once I was off prep? So once I could eat it, if it wasn't there, like the world was going to end. And that's why I was buying things because I thought, especially because it was obviously coming up to Christmas. So there was like limited edition kind of stuff in the shop. I thought- <laughs> We are such foodies. Like it's- Honestly it's though, it's not even, no, but it's, it's a prep thing. Like, or like a, a, a strict savage diet thing that you believe that if you don't buy it there and then it's going to disappear off the face of the earth and your world will implode if you can't eat it. It's ridiculous, but that's how it makes you. And I used to spend like an extra half an hour on my food shop, wandering up and down the aisles, staring at food or like sniffing the bread in the bread aisle. Like, honestly, like, <laughs> like honestly, it's like that's scary and at the time I had no idea that that was negative because I was so wrapped up in it but now like thinking about like if a client came to me and said that they were doing that I would be horrified because that's so negative yeah and so like detrimental to your relationship with food but that was just because I'd literally not eaten any of those kinds of foods and it wasn't flexible at all because obviously I was on prep like that's what you needed to do so yeah it it massively can be negative and from a body image standpoint a lot of women really struggle with gaining body fat because once you've been shredded any body fat is fat like you women start to see themselves as this like really overweight person even though to anybody else's eyes, they're They're probably still lean. Yeah, still lean. But because you've been shredded, anything else feels big, which can really mess with your mind. And I don't think I felt that a lot, um, like I said, but for a lot of women, it does. So it can have these really negative impacts. And when I went into my second prep, because I jumped into a second show off the back of being incredibly excited from the first one and loving the process, I found the prep so difficult. Like I was four weeks out when it got canceled. And I, I think I mentioned that I literally didn't step a pinky out of line in my first prep. Like I ticked every box wholeheartedly and I can absolutely say I didn't do anything I shouldn't have done. Whereas in the second one, I was starting to 
like have a mouthful of Jed's food when I was making his tea and having a little chocolate. And if I was told I could have like this off plan meal, I would like add a little bit to it and just like less control and nowhere near as much enjoyment. And I just think I did it too soon and did not allowed myself enough recovery time really. So my kind of final quick question to you and you know obviously you said you have said like it would have to be something that you agree like not that you agree on you don't need just permission for anything you're a strong independent woman but for your relationship and for the sake of your relationship like it would need to be discussions would need to be had about it is it something that you would like to do again um you knew this was coming you I knew know. this was coming I don't know I honestly don't know I it's I go from one side to the other on this I feel that when I watch stuff online and the team that I'm a part of like who I'm coached by they do a lot of competing and I love watching it and I think it's so exciting and I do think I would like to get on stage again and I love the discipline and all of those things but I also know it's taken me a long time to repair the damage that I did do to my relationship with food and it would worry me that even though the approach might be different now that I might end up taking steps backwards I also feel like I don't see where it would fit in in how my future is kind of planned out over the next couple of years yeah and it is because no matter how flexible your prep is to a certain degree it it does have to be strict particularly towards the end and it it does have to you are taking your body to a condition that is not sustainable it's not necessarily healthy it is not what I coach And it is so not aligned with everything that I say to my clients. I feel like I would be showing off something that I'm not like, I'm that I don't advocate. You don't believe in for, for, for For anybody else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I, am I then giving this kind of like, I don't know what's the right, I don't know what the right word is, but am I giving a kind of like, I don't know, a t- like a different, I don't really don't know what the like, right word like, is. Like, like not hypocritical, but like, yeah, almost hypocritical. But like you come to you, you like if, if, if I, for instance, said to you, Nicole, as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Like Nicole, I can't do this whole, like, I can't do this flexible diet in, like I need you to write me a meal plan blah 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 you'd say no you need to like we need to figure out what it is that is not allowing you to be able to just you know track the small amount that I ask you to track like you know we don't like I you don't ask us to track carbs and fats we just track our protein and our calories yeah if that's the wrong approach for you how do we even move away from that yeah but like whatever but like if I was to come like as your client if I was to come to you and say but I just want you to do me a meal plan because I basically, because I can't be bothered. You, you wouldn't give me a meal plan because that's not kind of what you, you know, like all of these things that I've said, there are some competitors who are in a great headspace, who have their shit together, who it's not unhealthy for, but I just think too many people get into it because they think it will be a good challenge, which is exactly what I did. And they think that, Oh, I'll just see if I can. And actually that that can lead you down a path that you have no idea where you're going. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like you just, to do it again. I just don't know if it's aligned with where I'm at right now. Well, I'd like you to do it again because I didn't get to come and watch you. And then I bought tickets. <laughs> for, I bought tickets You'd for, like me to diet for 20 weeks so you can watch me on stage. Yeah, because. It's not selfish at all. Number one hype girl over here. And I didn't get to watch you the second time I bought tickets and then never went ahead. Stupid yeah. COVID. So I love it. I absolutely loved it. And the, the other thing as well is that I mentioned that the gym when I first started was very like in that world, everyone has gone so much more kind of like lifestyle and flexible dieting and more chilled and more like performance based. And everybody loves like 
powerlifting and yeah, yeah like they're all for being like really strong and I mean everybody's still in incredible shape but it's not so much set like centered around that competing world anymore so I feel like you're not like caught up in it you're not caught up in the it's not shoved in your face yeah so So it it doesn't feel as much like I'm missing out on anything whereas I feel like if everyone was doing it I'd probably get itchy feet but because I'm not and everyone's like let's go out on the weekend and go out for a meal and let's like see if we can like hit this pb and it's such a more it's a much more healthy focus it's a much nicer way to kind of live your life and it's a much more live your life kind of approach rather than obviously you are essentially an athlete if you compete like so you've got to live your life like an athlete and that's fine but you've got to understand that that is your focus and I'm just not sure if I'm here for that anymore but that's okay yeah wow I feel like really got some deep info into your life yeah so to conclude guys it is the right thing for some people, not the right thing for others. You absolutely have to have your eyes open if you are going to do it. You also have to have put the time in. You absolutely should be with a coach for at least a year before you even consider a prep um, and a coach who is going to coach you into that prep so that they can do the right things in the lead up to that. And you need to make sure that you are in a good headspace in terms of body image, dieting and your relationship with food over and out over and out wow god if we do one focused on me literally i don't really know what we talk about (laughs) well we'll have to ask everyone what they want to know about what do you want to know about erin and if it's about me opening jam jars which if you watch my instagram (laughs) we had an i had an absolute mare with yesterday and when i put it up on my instagram um about what topics people would like me to cover they basically just wanted me to talk about jam jars so you know if you've got any if you've got anything that you'd like to be me to answer, then please let us know for our next podcast. Nicole is heading off on our holly bobs for a week. Oh, I so hate that word. I can't believe you just yeah, it's said that. A bit gross, isn't it? I've yeah, given I myself the ick. Yeah. Did you just say the same thing? <laughs> yeah, instead of giving myself the ick. She's going on holidays next week, so we won't have a podcast out next week, but we will make sure we record one when she gets home. Yes, the week after. So if you like it, share it, rate it, tell everyone about it, play it to your gran. Who knows? <laughs> you might enjoy it. Because your gran wants to compete. Yeah, you know, you've seen I've seen, I've seen these ladies. I mean, yeah, it's it's incredibly impressive. There are like categories for like the over over 60s, who knows? Yeah, why not? I hope you all have a lovely day. <laughs> If you want to find us on social media, my handle is at Nicole Rebecca Fitness and Erin's is at Erin Healthy Life. If you have any questions about anything that we have talked about, please feel free to drop them over. I know that we went in both directions. I wanted to paint a very clear picture of my personal experience. And that's really important as well. This was my personal experience and everybody's experience is totally different. So that is it. We are going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And we will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.